Hi, I'm Simon Thiexton and welcome to the Cooperage at our brewery here in Massam as we celebrate the Thiexton's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year. This year's long list contains giants of the genre, best-selling hits and an exciting range of thrilling stories set around the world, proving the remarkable talent and offer in the world of crime fiction. The shortlist is already too close to call, so we encourage everyone to get voting. A hearty toast of Old Peculiar to all our long-listed authors for this coveted award and we look forward to what we know will be a fiercely fought competition. In the meantime, I'm going to have a glass of Old Peculiar because they say a glass of Old Peculiar and a crime novel go very well together. And I'll tell you why when you come to Harrogate for our festival in July. Cheers. I'm Joe Haddo and this is our series of interviews with the Thigston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award Long Listies, produced and curated by Harrogate International Festivals in partnership with title sponsor Thigston Old Peculiar. And today I'm joined by the multi-award winning best-selling novelist Claire McIntosh. Hello. Hi, Joe. And you join us from the other side of the world. How are you? I'm jet setting. I'm really well, thank you. It's, uh, yeah, really great to be here. It's lovely to have you here, and I imagine, uh, you know, you're you're a little bit um, happier still to to learn that you've been longlisted for this fabulous award. I was absolutely over the moon. Yeah, I think the um, I mean, it's such it's such an iconic prize, and having won it before, which I still sort of still I'm in mean, slight shock about. <laughs> I don't think I ever expected it would it would sort of feature in my life again. So it was a really really lovely surprise. Because if I remember, I mean, it was quite a while ago that you won it, wasn't it? Now thinking about it, it was 2016, and it was for my debut novel, "I Let You Go." That's right. That's right. Um, so I, obviously, that's that was a huge deal, uh, and is to everyone who wins. But I think I've been speaking to a lot of the long listies, and everyone feels the same. They think that this is just such a a, a, a sign that they're doing something right to be on this list it, yeah it is and and I was talking to someone about this yesterday about, about you know being longlisted and they said oh I hope you know I hope you're shortlisted and, and of course we we all hope we're shortlisted but actually what I was trying to explain is it almost doesn't matter it, it's the sort of the recognition yeah that the panel felt this was a book that they wanted to put on on the long list that genuinely is a really special feeling well, it's uh, congratulations again, and it's for the last party. So this is um, your mystery thriller, Echoes of Agatha Christie. So that's very on brand for, for Harrogate. Would you just set up the story for us, for those that may not have read this book yet? It's a slight departure for me in that it is not a standalone psychological thriller. It's uh, the first in a, a series, and it's set on the border between England and Wales. So I live in North Wales in a very beautiful Welsh-speaking community. And this is not my hometown, but it kind of is. Uh, and in this, um, in this place, in this fictional part of North Wales, there is a lake and the border between the two countries runs right through the middle of the lake. And on New Year's Day, when the locals are going into the water for their traditional New Year's Day swim, a body floats through the mist towards them. Um, it's a body that's come from the other side of the lake and that kickstarts a cross-border investigation which is headed up by Welsh detective Fionn Morgan and her English counterpart, Leo Brady. And I get the feeling, correct me if I'm wrong, 
that you've drawn on quite a bit of your police officer experience in this novel? I think, you, you, I mean, yes, I, I have. So I was a police officer for 12 years and um, it was, I guess, sort of inevitable that I would, would write crime. Um, <laughs> this is probably the book, well, when you've got, I sort of came out of the police with all this criminal expertise so you know i was either going to write a crime novel or become a serial killer um, and i guess if <laughs> if the writing doesn't work out i've got options right hey um, yeah so so this is this book the last party definitely sort of returns it i think it's probably the the book i've written that is closest to my roots it's very much a, a procedural um and it's really focused on the dynamics of these two officers their differences their chemistry both in work and out of work uh, and on a, a proper sort of old-fashioned mystery to solve. I was speaking to Imran Mahmood, um, who is also long-listed for this prize, and uh, he was talking about, you know, the fact that he's a, a barrister. He's got a lot of info just in his head. He just knows terminology, and he knows what things are, would go with what sentences and stuff. Um, and he gets calls from fellow crime writers to ask him for advice. I wonder if you also get those calls as a former police officer just to check I, up on things. I do, but I refuse them now because I, oh. I, I left the, I left the, not because I, I don't want to help, but I left the police in 2011. And, yes. you know, I, I would be so wary of giving wrong information. And I lean quite heavily on former colleagues. And in fact, with the last party, I, uh, I was writing it during lockdown and I had a really, really brilliant online group of former colleagues, different ranks, different departments. And I fed the mystery to them as what we would have called in the police a paper feed exercise. So a kind of a tabletop where I would give them each clue as it emerged in the book and set them the task of telling me what, you know, how they deal with it, what inquiries it would generate. And it was such a helpful exercise. It was lots of fun, but it also made me think about a lot of the technology that's around now that wasn't when I, you know, I, I had been thinking, oh, do we need to, do we need to put underwater search team in, in the lake? It's going to be really expensive. And my, one of my former colleagues said, yeah, we don't need to do that anymore. We've got underwater drones, you know, it's really cheap. That's fine. So it's things like that, that actually I, you know, I, I'm too far away from it now. So I'm reluctant to give wrong information to other authors. Understood. And also, hey, you probably gave enough advice in the first few years after you you left so there you go you've done your, you've done your bit to your fellow <laughs> colleagues um as we all say every year and we talk about harrogate and we go and we make sure we ring fence it in the diary if we can it's just such a wonderful festival and place where where all crime writers want to be what is it that you love most about the Theakston or peculiar festival in harrogate it's the best festival, isn't it? I mean, it, it, that's kind of what it comes down to. It's, it really is. It's the only festival of the year, the only event of the year that I would move a family holiday for, that I would, I mean, I, I just like you say, you clear your diary. Nobody does anything until you know what the dates are for the following year. My accommodation is booked, you know, the second I, I have the dates. It's just, it. It's it's like um it's like my birthday if that's how fixed it is in in my calendar, um so it's it's a festival I look forward to every year. It always feels brilliantly the same and yet refreshingly different every year. Oh, that's a nice line. Oh, they'll take that line. Oh, <laughs> very good. 
It's a little soundbite. Thank you. Do you know what, though? It's so true because with it, every year we get, and there's the familiar, isn't there? And there's the sense that, oh, I've sort of come to my second home or whatever, you know. But then there's always new people. There's new voices. There's new people to meet. There's different panels. Things have changed. Like, I, I, it, it's, it's brilliant because of that because we also don't know what to expect as much as we can see all our favourite old faces as well. Not that yeah, old. Yeah, Absolutely. And I, I know that, you know, there, there, I'm sure there will be some people who are listening to, to this series, perhaps, and are, are contemplating coming yeah. to the Beakstead Old Peculiar Crime Writing Festival for the first time and maybe feeling a bit apprehensive because it can feel like it's a big group of old friends. And it's really, really important to, to sort of say that it's also really, really welcoming and you can go up to Ian Rankin and say, oh, my God, I love your books. Uh, and, and he'll have a chat. And, you know, we will all be so enthusiastic and warm and welcoming so don't be nervous about just rocking up for the first time very well said yeah don't be put off if you're thinking about it and you're unsure do come because you'll receive a very very warm welcome um it's lovely to talk to you claire and thank you for for beaming in from across the world um if you like the sound of claire's book and you haven't read it yet you can purchase it right now if you like from our friends at waterstones and once you've read it you can vote for it to be on the shortlist you just have to visit harrogatethekstoncrimeaward.com before thursday the 18th of may to cast that vote um it's lovely to see you, and I'll be there on the lawn this July, waving at you, um, asking you what you want from the bar. I will see you there. <laughs> Thanks so much, Claire. Thank you. Thank you.